You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for Pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio. Odell Beckham for the Cowboys would be a mistake. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, you love it. You love it, but you know, you when, behind my reasoning, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Oh, boy. We'll explain. Oh, boy. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. First up, though, let's hear from Odell, because, of course, this drama is going to continue to play out because he absolutely loves the attention. He can't get enough of it here. Uh, cleared, uh, we heard, what was the report from Jay Glazer, that he's cleared by the end of this week coming up, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, yep. health-wise. Uh, he and Micah Parsons were just going back and forth on Twitter, which Micah says, hey, OBJ, talk to me. Let's go do this blank. And then uh, then OBJ uh, writes back, LOLOL, you tell me, you know all the fam on my dad's side, daddy's side, down there, meaning in Dallas, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to win wherever I go. Oh, and, and get paid, too. Yeah, I editorialize. Of course, of course he's trying to get paid. Yeah, yeah uh, listen. Jerry Jones, you heard a part of the clip there uh, on the possibility of bringing in Odell Beckham. Here's the entirety of the clip, and this is from his uh, hourly appearance on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Odell is someone that uh, uh, we have all the appreciation in the world for what he is as a competitor, uh, and uh, uh, know that uh, uh, the Cowboy star on that uh, helmet, when he puts it on, uh, uh, could look pretty good. Let me ask you this. Hmm. What have we been talking about for the last six, seven weeks for the Cowboys to win and the formula that they need to follow to win. They got to run the football, Carlin. Yep. Yeah. Chris, you bring in an Odell Beckham here, and it's nothing against Odell. It's nothing about disrupting anything. I think it gets entirely too tempting for the Cowboys when things go wrong or things just sputter for a moment to go back to being that team that throws it 35 and 40 times a game. Mm. And I... I don't think they're the Rams from last year. I don't think that's what they are. And I think when you bring in a new toy like that, so to speak, for the offense, while it could certainly help make the offense a little more dynamic, I also think it can get you away from the identity that you have to have to win. I don't think the Cowboys have any illusions as to who they are, Carlin. I think they're looking for a guy that can make plays in their receiving core outside of CeeDee Lamb because – Michael Gallup isn't the same player coming off of the knee reconstruction, and Noah Brown hasn't shown you what you would want to see for a guy having full confidence that he'll step up in a big spot. So I can understand wanting to go out and get a guy that we saw perform at a really high level on the biggest stage the NFL has to offer, which is the Super Bowl. And, oh, by the way, he is bringing some championship experience to this team, and this is a relatively young roster when you look at the core of players that they're going to be relying on, Carlin, but – I think more so for the Dallas Cowboys, they recognize that throwing the ball 40, 45 times a game ain't going to get them where they want to be. They saw that last year. They had the number one ranked offense in the National Football League. Number one ranked offense, I think it was the second rated passing game from a yard standpoint. And they got bounced at home in the first round to the San Francisco 49ers. That's not who they need to be in order to win football games. This year, they're led by their defense. They got a top 10 defense, top five in points defensively, and they have the 22nd-ranked offense. I think they understand who they have to be in order to have success with this group of guys, but I do think Odell brings 
a little more juice to a passing game, quite frankly, that could use it. Carlin, their receivers rank 25th in yards mm-hmm. this season. 25th in yards after catch. At some point, you need guys to make explosive plays in the passing game. They don't have any guys outside of C.D. Lamb that can do that. They need more explosive players on offense. I'm not going to argue with that. I do think, though, he brings a specter with him of who he is. Yes. He is this big-time superstar player. And, frankly, I mean, I don't know, first of all, what level he's going to be at off of the surgery this past year. That wouldn't keep me from going and getting him because – I need to do that. But at the same time, Chris, can't you see that getting a little out of hand? Can't you see a scenario where the Cowboys are in a tough spot in a playoff game and in the first quarter, you know, they find themselves down 10 nothing or something like that, mm-hmm. and it is, let's get away from our game plan and let's go throw it 45 times, and they lose that game. They Like, I can see the temptation of having – that kind of dynamic player changing your entire game plan on the fly. Not prior to a game. Not going into a game. Changing it on the fly the second things don't go well. I don't see them adding Odell and changing their game plan. I don't think Kellen Moore is going to go that route. But what he does is gives you more margin for error. Like right now, the way the Dallas Cowboys play, if their defense doesn't bring their A game every single outing, they're not going to win. And so when you have a player like Odell, if your defense does give up a couple of big plays early on in a game, your offense can climb back in it in the passing game by throwing it around the yard. CeeDee Lamb is probably going to draw the coverage of the attention from the opposing defense and leave Odell one-on-one. And we saw last year, that was the formula that the Rams used in the Super Bowl. And Odell was on his way to being Super Bowl MVP but, but before Lamb's, he got but, hurt. But C.D. Lamb's not Cooper Cup. I'm, I'm not saying he's Cooper Cup, but you understand the, the point, Carly. Yeah, C.D. Lamb but, is the number one receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Do you think there Odell's going to no find— no viable threat from the Cowboys receiving core outside of C.D. Lamb. Right, but there do you, isn't. But do you think if Odell joins that team, he's automatically going to be in a lot of one-on-ones? I think I, there, he has the potential to be in one-on-ones. If you're a defense, you're going to— pay more attention to C.D. Lamb at this stage in his career than Odell Beckham. Well, if Beckham goes out there and makes a few plays early, I don't know that that'll be the case. Yeah. But that all aside, if I were the Cowboys, if I Carlin, were Odell. Carlin, Carlin, the Cowboys receivers outside yeah, of C.D. I know, Lamb I know. have two touchdown catches on the year. Two. I know. Two. I can't sit here and tell you they've been they good. They need help at receiver. The yes. Brandon Cooks thing fell through. There was a reason why they were sniffing around that guy. But they Chris, need somebody that can bring some explosive elements to the vertical passing game, and Odell fits that bill. He does fit that bill. And you don't have to give up anything for him. But there, but do you understand where – I mean, you get where I'm coming from here. If you had added Brandon Cooks, I get that. Like, I, you're, you're better. And I get it if you add Odell. I would just be fearful that Jerry gets in somebody's ear, we need to use Odell more, that uh, Kellen Moore, in a tough spot, decides, all right, we're going to start throwing it, and they get away from the run game in a spot where they don't necessarily need to. Like, I don't trust the specter of having that level of player with the Cowboys, that combination particularly. Like, I, for me... I don't worry about Odell going to the Baltimore Ravens and the Ravens changing their identity. I'm confused. Are you more worried about Odell or are you more worried about the I'm Cowboys? I'm more worried about the Cowboys having him? Odell. Okay, yes. so you're not worried about oh, no. Odell's sports character. No, no, yeah. no, no. Listen, I, I, I have talked to some guys 
I know some guys really well who have been mm-hmm. around him in the locker room, and it is always very clear. Yep. He is a tremendous teammate. Yes. They love him. Mm-hmm. They loved him with the Rams last year. They loved him with the Giants as a teammate. The issues with the Giants always came when he left, yeah. when he wasn't in the building. Yeah. And, but, Chris, you pointed this out a couple of weeks ago. I'm not worried about that. He's mm-hmm. matured. Mm-hmm. That wasn't an issue last year. No. No. This doesn't have to do with Odell the player. This has to do with handing... It's like handing a rich little kid that big shiny toy. But he, you, listen, you can only play with it a little bit here and kind of trying to limit it. But he just can't help himself, and he's going to take it out and he's going to ruin it. Yeah, you know, and that that's all. Well, I don't the, trust the Cowboys with Odell Beckham. Well, you hope the pain of the lesson that they learned in the wild card round last year steers them away from becoming a pass happy outcome. You're asking me to trust the Cowboys to have learned their lesson in something? Come on. Well, I mean, that's what we have to lean on, right? And the I guess. other part is, the other part is, running the football just so happens to complement the strength and the identity of the team, which is the defensive side of the ball. There is no arguing who the best player on the yes. Dallas Cowboys is. Yep. It's Michael Parsons. Yep. Like, he might be the best non-quarterback in the National Football League, Carlin. That's how good that dude is. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to run the football, that leans into making sure that your defense gets the rest they need so they can be as dominant as they've shown throughout the first half of the year. I don't see Mike McCarthy getting away from that, even though his identity skews toward the offensive side of the ball. Do I care? you got to win some playoff games. The heat is on Mike McCarthy, too, yes. Carla. We talk about coaches on the hot seat. It's not just about the Cowboys getting in the playoffs. they got to win some playoff games. Oh, yeah. and I'm saying plural in order for Mike McCarthy to keep his job. And the formula that they're using right now is their best chance to do it. He's going to dance with the girl that brought him, which is that run game and that defense. I don't see the addition of Odell sidetracking them in terms of their formula for success. All right. We'll find out if he signs there. I think they're going to be a little too good. <laughs> you know what? I don't care about who's number 12. I don't care about who's number 31. I care about who's number one. Hello. You know who tells you that? This guy, Canty. He's going to do that in just moments. Who's number one? Are the Cowboys number one? We're going to find out. Got to wait and see. Got to wait and see. We'll find out next. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Everybody's got their own power rankings. None of them matter. Chris Canty's matter. Yes. They tell you who's number one. So let's not waste any time. Let's just find out who's number one. 
Each week, only one team can top Canty's NFL power rankings. Number one. Who? Who's number one? Find out now. It's who's number one. Number five. All right, we got to kick it off with the swag master himself, the guy that flew on the way back home from D.C. to Minnesota <laughs> with the chain on, no shirt, and the glasses. Often imitated, never duplicated. That would be one Kirk Cousins, by the way. Did you see Adam Schefter on Monday Night Football? Oh, my Monday God, did I? With the oh shirt on, Lord. with the chains on? I tell you, you know what? He ain't doing if, the same workouts as Kirk Cousins. No, but, yeah. but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to knock him. Schefter's up for anything. <laughs> I'd give him a break, man. That that was tremendous. Well, you know who was up for it? Kirk Cousins playing against his former team in D.C. And, Carlin, it was touch and go for a minute there against the Commanders, but Kirk Cousins came through in the most opportune time, the biggest spot, that wheel route that he put on Dalvin Cook for the go-ahead score. That was a dime that he laid on him. Impressive throw. This is a team that can score points. They're top ten in scoring. They are top five in takeaways, and they are top ten in sacks. That is a formula for success in the National Football League. Now, they don't really have any quality wins, if quality wins was a thing when it comes to my power rankings, but they're about to start a stretch where they've got four consecutive opponents that have winning records starting at the Buffalo Bills this weekend. So we'll find out more about them, but right now they're checking it at fifth. Keeping it moving. Let's go. Number four. Number four, the Buffalo Bills. The aforementioned Buffalo Bills. They slide down from the three spot to the four spot in the rankings. I was surprised at that loss that they had in MetLife Stadium on Sunday. Now, credit to the Jets. That's a good defensive secondary call, and that front can rush the passer. But come on, man. You're a double-digit favorite. You got to find a way to be able to win that game. And the fact that Josh Allen couldn't pull it off, a little bit of a disappointment. I get it. He got hurt at the end. They didn't have Matt Milano. Still a good team, but I think there are some kinks in the armor that the Buffalo Bills shown the last couple of weeks. Number three. Number three, Carlin, how about him? How about him? Go ahead and say it. How about him? Those Dallas Cowboys. I will never say that. Those Dallas Cowboys, they're number three. That's listen. a hell of a bet I would have to lose for me to say that. Listen, Carlin, this this is Until a, they lose Carlin, in the big spot, Carlin, then I'll say Listen, it. I, I mean, I understand that they were on their bye week in week nine, but before the bye week, they blasted the Chicago Bears. Before that, it was a closer-than-the-score-indicated game against the Detroit Lions, but they found a way to win once Dak Prescott got back. But the thing that impressed me the most, Carlin, is that even with Dak being back, they didn't change what they did offensively. They're still a run-first outfit. They had 29 rush attempts to 28 pass attempts against the Chicago Bears. That kind of balance is what the Dallas Cowboys need in order to be successful, in order to complement the strength of that team, which is the defense. Next! Number two. You know who they are. The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. They, They are that team. And, Carlin, dare I say, the best team, the team to beat, in the AFC. Forget about the records. It means nothing. Patrick Mahomes is that dude. And he showed it again on Sunday night, Carla, going into the fourth quarter down by, what was it, eight points to the Tennessee Titans. That was a game that we didn't expect to be as close as it was. And yet Pat Mahomes found a way, not with his arm, but with his legs, Carlin. Third and 17, converting on a quarterback scramble. Are you kidding me? I mean, to get in the end zone for a touchdown at the end of that regulation with his legs, are you kidding me? Yep. And then the two-point conversion, after they finally got the two-point conversion after two penalties, with his legs. Carlin, to me, that is the mark of a really good football player just finding ways to get it done. Not to mention, in overtime, that dime that he threw to Noah Gray on the run to get him into the red zone. Pretty impressive play. 
But Pat Mahomes will always have me believing in the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why they're checking in at number two in my power rankings. Still the best offense in the National Football League. I've got them in Jacksonville this week on ESPN Radio with Bart. Hello. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can't wait for that, right? Buckle up. Can't wait. This is no idea what's going to happen. All right. And and we know who's number one, right? Number one. We know who's number one, right? The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. And, And what's the sign of a really good team, Carlin? Being able to win when you don't have your A game. And that's exactly what we saw in Houston. Because that was a four-point ball game midways through the third quarter. And the Philadelphia Eagles, and specifically Jalen Hurts, put their foot on the gas. And just what they were able to do in taking control of that game is impressive. You know a really good pitcher in baseball when he can't have his fastball and he still finds a way to locate pitches that are off speed and get guys out? That is the Philadelphia Eagles. If their run game isn't working, their pass game is working. And if that's not working, their defense is working. That game turned when C.J. Gardner-Johnson got an interception in that third quarter. That bailed them out. But then Jalen Hurts also being able to have the poise under pressure. The Philadelphia Eagles, best team in the NFL. And Carlin, dare I say, may not lose a game this regular season. Okay. I, I have a question. What's up? Now, I don't necessarily believe this, but mm. I'm going based off of listening to you for the last couple of days. Okay. How is it that you do not have the Baltimore Ravens in the top five? When we have sat here and called the Bills the most vulnerable of the teams that are remaining uh, in the AFC in terms of winning their division, and you've been destroying the Bills for two days. Yeah. Well, the Ravens aren't in my top five because the Ravens have some serious concerns. I wanted to see how the defense would come together, and it's a small sample size. I like what I saw last night in Monday Night Football. I'm not buying into a hook, line, and singer. Also, they don't have any weapons on the outside, Carlin. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that the Buffalo Bills are never out of the game because they got Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Steph Diggs. Like they, they're, They'll be able to score points, so they'll never be out of it. The Baltimore Ravens, I, I don't know, they have to play a very specific style in order to give themselves a chance to win. So I, I that's why the Bills make the top five still and why the Ravens are on the outside looking in. Okay, okay. I thought you were a little bit higher on the Ravens than that, but I get it. But I told no, I still I'm not think complaining Ravens, with it. I still think the Ravens can have the number one seed in the AFC, yes. but I don't think they're a top five team. Not right now. Not right not now. Not today. Canty no. and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I'm excited because in moments we have our next guest. You know, uh, on Mondays on Get Up, uh, Greeny and Ryan Clark do explain your tweets. Mm. And Ryan Clark explains what his tweets were from the weekend. Yes. Greeny has the to gr- read them. Great segment. Yes. There was a tweet from our next guest earlier today that I absolutely need an explanation on, and I cannot wait to hear it. All right. That's next. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, 
poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's hit James in Illinois. He's been very patient on ESPN Radio. James, what's going on, bud? How are you? Well, I feel like I've been on hold for so long, I forgot my point. (laughs) (laughs) We apologize for that. What do you got, James? (laughs) I know you guys are fine. I'm a long-time listener. Love your guys' show. Um, But uh, secretly, so this wasn't what I wanted to start with, but I've fully believe that Carlin is secretly a Cowboys fan. And that's why he has so much NFC East hate. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I listen. I, my life is, well, not an open book, but it, it, my life is pretty open. Uh-huh. And I would tell you that if I was, he is not, I am not a Cowboys fan in any way. You do have a lot of NFC East hate though. No, that's not true. You do have a lot no, of NFC No, that's not true. Yeah. you got to remember, I worked yeah. in Philly, too. Absolutely. Okay. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Nick Mangold is a seven-time Pro Bowl, former Jet Center. Huge day for centers yesterday when Jeff Saturday gets a head coaching job at the Indianapolis Colts. Are you now uh, secretly rooting against Robert Sala, hoping the phone is going to ring? <laughs> no, because I think Robert's doing a great job. But if it ever goes south, I now know that I have the qualifications to be a head coach in the NFL. <laughs> so we got to ask and you about I, this I tweet, go, Nick. And I can go straight to Woody with that, <laughs> with that knowledge. And like, hey, listen, <laughs> I'm qualified. Like, just sign me up. Yeah, according to Jim Ursay, you don't really need experience. These <laughs> guys, that important. guys don't have experience. It's no. not that important. But, uh, Nick, we got to ask you about a tweet that you put out earlier today. Staten Island mm-hmm. is a wild place. Please explain. Oh, it was wild. Uh, we, uh, so I've lived in this area for 16 years, um, you know, between Long Island and New Jersey. This is my first time ever setting foot on Staten Island. I've driven through Staten Island. but I've We all have. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's not really drive-through. You just kind of crawl through at a very slow pace. <laughs> um, so this is the first time I stepped foot in Staten Island, and I was, uh, we were uh, going to a dressmaker for my daughter's first communion. And so it was just getting out there um, as we're driving to this place. uh, They have a, there's a turkey in the middle of the road and it's backed up traffic for like 20 to 25 cars. And I was just like, there's a wild turkey roaming around one of the burrows and come to find out that's perfectly normal. Happens all the time. Uh, Every house out there had like Roman columns, which I thought was amazing. More columns than I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then I went to a great place, great little place, Dino, Danino's Pizza. Oh, yeah, uh, Danino's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And it was just it, was, it made for a, a fun little morning. You know, your tweet sent us down a rabbit hole of looking, like, for famous people who were from Staten Island, and, like, three-quarters of them were on Jersey Shore. <laughs> and the other ones were the That's Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, and then Pete <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Colin Jost. There's another one, too. Colin Jost. Good call. Good call. All right, Nick, let's get into it. What are you seeing from your football team this year that has them so much better? The Jets have played at a, another level. We know they're much uh, more talented than they have been in the past, but what are you seeing? You know, I, I'm seeing a young team that's start, really starting to believe in themselves. Uh, you know, you saw last year a lot of inexperience and, and uh, the struggles there, but I think that 
uh, you know, has given them confidence. Like, hey, listen, we can do this. Um, and you see it. You know, you see the way, especially the defense flying around, uh, making plays. You see it in the run game. Um, you know, with all the injuries that we've had to deal with on the offensive line, still being able to put together that drive at the end of the game to win the game uh, was fantastic. I mean, I think we're on our fourth right tackle at the moment. So um, overcoming adversity, um, dealing with it, and having the belief that they're going to go out there and win. You know, I think uh, it was Robert after the game said, there was nobody surprised in this locker room that we won the game. Um, and that's a big step. You know, when you have that kind of confidence, that a little bit of that swag uh, that can help propel you a long way in the NFL. Talking to All-Pro Center Nick Mango from the New York Jets. And, and Nick, I got to ask you this question because Rob Sala is saying he's not surprised. But I can't imagine that there's any world where he thought the rookies on this team would contribute the way that they have, especially early on in his career. I mean, not only are we talking about Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, who are top ten picks, but Jermaine Johnson. I mean, Brees Hall before he got hurt. Michael Clemens. Are you surprised that these guys have been steady contributors so early in their careers? Uh, yeah, I mean, and very pleasant surprise, obviously. Um, you know, you never you never quite know what you're going to get out of a rookie. Uh, you know, hope that they can uh, compete, you know, their rookie year and, and get, get to that next level as they move on. Uh, but the way these guys have come out and really played, uh, Sauce is phenomenal. Uh, Garrett Wilson has been doing a fantastic job. Uh, actually got to spend a little time with him yesterday, uh, which was fantastic. You know, he's a really good kid. Or I'm really rooting for him, not only because he went to the Ohio State University, um, but I like him as, as a kid. Um, and, and seeing, you know, you saw Brees Hall, who was um, he was doing great too. So this core rookie group, that's what we needed. That's what we're missing. Joe Douglas has been working to get these drafts going um, and, and have this young awesome talent that we have and keep doing it year in and year out. And that's what they've been working for uh, and, and working towards, which I think right now, as we're sitting here about halfway through the season is paying off. And I, I hopefully with the, they stay this commitment and Joe Douglas keeps doing the job that he's been doing, um, we'll get continued success out of it. Nick Mangold, former uh, Pro Bowl center for the Jets, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio. Uh, Nick, uh, what about Zach Wilson here? Young quarterback, we see this past week he goes out and he doesn't make the mistakes um, that he did the week before. What does he do need to do, though, to actually get to the point where it's not just about managing the game, it's about making plays in a controlled way? Yeah, and I think he – actually, I think he did that in Buffalo. You know, I was able to get to the game, and, and it was a family day for us, so I actually got to sit uh, with my kids and watch the whole game, which I haven't done, I think, since – um, I've been, uh, ever really. Um, and so that's, it, it was neat to, to watch and see some of his throws. He was making some plays, but he didn't have the, the crazy, like almost rookie like mistakes. And that, that's a huge thing. You know, you, when you don't turn the ball over, um, and you make some great throws, uh, like he did, um, you know, we're going to win a lot of ball games because this defense is playing out of their mind. All right, tell us about 74 Barbecue Sauce, Nick Mangold's special barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's uh, it's my own barbecue sauce. We started it um, we, we started it right in the middle of the pandemic was when we first got our first line of production. Uh, it was like March 13th, 2020, so that was perfect timing. Um, but we're still going strong. We're rolling around. Uh, you know, we have a couple of areas, uh, you know, where you can find it in the tri-state. Um, find it online. Uh, you know, we're pumping along and been a lot of fun it's neat it's my own recipe that, that i made up in my kitchen um we give back to answer the call which is a fantastic charity in new york city helping out families of fallen first responders so um it, it's been a lot of fun it's, it's a great hobby for me and it, it gives me 
uh, a lot of joy. You know, anytime I've been going out and people come up and be like, hey, I love your sauce. Um, you know, it's pretty exciting that there's something that I made that people get to enjoy. All right, two things here real quick. Is it sweet, savory? Give me the sense of the taste. And then secondly, Canty has been on me. We have had this debate. Is it acceptable to barbecue with anything other than charcoal? In other words, if you have a gas grill, is that acceptable? So I will, I'll go backwards. Um, it is only acceptable if you don't have the means to do charcoal. So, I, I, <laughs> What if you're exceptionally lazy? What if you're exceptionally yeah. lazy? If you're exceptionally lazy, then that's unacceptable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then back to the taste flavor of it. Uh, I was actually, I did a, a radio show. This was two years ago, Super Bowl. Um, and I was doing a radio show for um, down in Houston, I believe it was. And I'm talking to these guys, and we're talking about sauce. And they were trying to get me to, to describe what kind of flavor profile does it have. And I said, you know, it's, it's really a blend of all, all of them. It doesn't have, uh, you can't say it's Texas. You can't say it's Carolina. Like, it, it, you can't say it's Memphis. Like, it, it has its own distinct flavor. You know it's barbecue sauce. It tastes like barbecue sauce, but it doesn't taste like anything else. So I was like, yeah, and, you know, I made it up while I was in New Jersey. So I guess it's New Jersey-style barbecue sauce. And the two hosts there just roasted me. <laughs> never call it New Jersey-style barbecue sauce. You'll never sell a jar of it. Like, don't ever do that again, kid. And I was like, ooh, all right, my bad. So, wow, uh, Jersey haters. Flavor. <laughs> yeah, um, it's my own distinct flavor uh, that I just kind of, I was blending different things, trying different things along the way, um, stealing from, you know, Carolina and stealing from Texas and, and kind of mixing different things together and came up with what uh, I love and my family loves and uh, apparently a lot of other people are enjoying as well. Nick, awesome stuff, man. We appreciate it. Check it out. It is Nick Mangle's 74 Barbecue Sauce. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Nick Mangold, seven-time Pro Bowler, former Jet Center, maybe future Jets head coach, as far as we can tell right now. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Luka Doncic made Ben Simmons look absolutely silly last night. And made history in the process. That's next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin. Didn't matter who was in his face. Yeah. Not in the least last night. Luka Doncic, 36, 6, and 6. Ha! Wow. You're saying wow, Carlin, but you realize he's off his season average, right? His season average is 36, 8, and 8. Oh, so it was a light night. It was a light <laughs> night for Luka. He was a little off. Yeah, a little off. That's oh why I made goodness. it that close against the Brooklyn Nets. He has scored 30 uh, or more in his first nine games of the year, second longest streak of all time. The only other one, Wilt, did and it how many, 23, and how many, 23 straight. 20, oh, so he's got a ways to go. Do, yeah, you think, do you think he's going to catch Wilt? I don't think he'll catch Wilt. Okay. But, I mean, still, it's pretty impressive what he's done so far. Mavericks win last night. That was Mavericks Radio uh, with the call. And there was one particular moment where 
Boy, you know, I, 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 I remember Ben Simmons being able to play defense mm. back in the day. Mm. That feels like 20 years ago at this point. Memory. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because there was a moment on the left wing in the perimeter where Doncic crossed him up and he fell to the ground. Yeah. It was like, oh, like all he had to do was a little hardened shake, but instead he drove. But the way you said it, though, it's understated. Because yeah. even though Luka Doncic didn't make the layup, it doesn't really matter. No. Like, just ben, the, ben Simmons looks silly. And here's the thing. Ben Simmons could have got back into play p- to prevent the assist when he passed it off to one of his teammates for a dunk, but he didn't because he was so embarrassed. Carlin, it was like the N1 mixtape with the professor of hot sauce <laughs> or skip to my loot. That's what it looked like. Yeah. I mean, you could literally see Ben Simmons' ankle roll over, legit to the point where I thought he might have been hurt. Like, that's how bad the cross was. And so I think it's an indictment on the player that Ben Simmons is currently because he can't even stop anybody, and we know he can't score offensively. Uh, but it's also letting you know the level that Luka is playing at right now, Carlin. Carlin, he is the first player to go nine straight games to open the season with 30 points and five assists in each of those games. Wow. The first ever. In NBA history, it, it, it's unbelievable what we're seeing. He's averaging 36 points, Carl, in a game, and he's shoot, doing it on 52% shooting. Like, we thought the Dallas Mavericks had a chance to to kind of maintain their standing in the Western Conference because they did lose Jalen Brunson this offseason, and we were saying to ourselves, okay, you lost the key cog, they did get Christian Wood, but what would they be knowing that everybody in the West felt like they were catching up? No, the Dallas Mavericks are right where they were last year. They're right in the thick of things when we start talking about the standings in the Western Conference. So this is going to be a team that's going to be around, and it's going to be because of Luka Doncic. Right now, he's playing like he's going to lock up the MVP before we get to the All-Star. Here's conference. what's surprising, and and then again, given their start, it's not. Luka, last week, was the favorite to win the MVP. Yeah. On Caesar Sportsbook now, he's second to Giannis. Giannis is plus 225, plus 225. Luca plus 290 right now. Well, here's what I'll say. If Luca is averaging 35 points a game, eight boards, eight assists. He's going to win the MVP. He's going to win the MVP. Yeah. What are we talking Like, Giannis is the next closest player, and Giannis is five points off in terms of average per game. But what are they, 10-0? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, the Bucks are 9-1. 9-1, they, they, they lost the best, last night. They got that's the best right. record in basketball. Yeah. So that's what it is. So, look, it's but then again, how the Nets lost last night was amazing. It was oh, yeah. absolutely amazing. Oh, Kevin yeah. Durant had made 62 consecutive free throws. <laughs> he had three. He had three free throws. How do you foul? But here, let's go back. How do you to foul this. Kevin how Durant? How do you foul Kevin Durant? But more importantly, <laughs> how do you foul the jump shooter in an end of game scenario while he's pulling up for a three? I, I don't. Know. I make him make that shot. Yes. Because think about it. I don't it. care who you are. It's you a situation where you could lose the game with an and one. Yes. Like, if you foul him, Kevin Durant makes it, now all of a sudden you lose the game. Yeah, it's a it's a terrible basketball yeah, play to begin with, no matter who the shooter by is. The Dallas Mavericks, I don't but, care if it's Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Steph, did you see the night he had? Oh, he, well, 40. We, well, we, well we, let's, let's not get sidetracked, because we got to talk about that separately, but that's a terrible defensive play by the Mavs, and they were only bailed out by Kevin Durant. Missing the second. Missing the second of the three free throws. And then he intentionally had to miss the third, and that didn't work. Yeah. And the Nets lose, 96-94. Isn't that fitting for the Brooklyn Nets, though? Here's the other thing that annoys me, is that I thought I was on to a little something. I thought I was reinventing the wheel here with, oh, just every night I'm going to bet the under on Ben Simmons' points. 
Now, Caesar Sportsbook has taken it off the board. <laughs> they were show, on to me. That just shows you, man. He's a shell of what he used to be. He had two last night. Man, man, listen, James Harden is hurt right now, and I still feel like the Sixers fleeced the Brooklyn Nets to get James Harden. Fleeced them. <laughs> Are we ever going to see? Are we going to ever no. see Ben Simmons look at all? No, no. If you have to keep asking the question, the answer is no, Carla. No, we're not going to see it. We're not going to see it. I I don't know how you could lose it this quickly, but I guess missing as much time as he did, not playing an entire season. I don't know. It, how, he shouldn't I lose it that quick at his Carl, age. Carl, first of all, it's not. It's not about him having diminishing skill set, Carla. No, it's it's about him being in his own head. And I have more concerns about that than I do about, you know, his talent somehow going away. Like well, he's this, got the yips, well, basically, well, 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 with his well, entire well, game. But it's been years, though. I know. It's been for years. So you have to seriously question whether or not he's ever going to get back. And if he's not, how far back does that set the Brooklyn Nets franchise? Oh, they're Because you got to imagine, with everything that's going on with Kyrie, eventually KD's going to want out. The Ben Simmons of it all was supposed to be the one thing that you could hold up for all of the nonsense that's gone on over the past couple of years, and he's a shell of what he used to be. Is KD going to be on this team at the end of the year? I don't think so. I think they'll trade him before the end of the year. We'll see. The contract is going to be tough. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app.